welcome back to the Chemist Confessions podcast. It's the Christmas one. It's the Christmas episode. <laughs> I don't know what that was about, but for those of you weirdly new to our podcast at mm-hmm. this time at of this year, specific time of year. Uh, I'm Gloria. I'm Victoria. We're two skincare chemists that just like to talk all things skin science over a cup of drinks. What are we having today? Yeah, so today, Gloria has been feeling a little under the weather, so what better way than some hot whiskey, lemon, cinnamon, and honey. Yeah. <laughs> right. Honey. Cheers. Cheers. Wow, that's really potent. <laughs> that, oh, that will put some hair on your chest and cure whatever you got. When you Ooh. exhale, it's just alcohol <laughs> and cinnamon. <laughs> All right, ratios might need to be adjusted. Um, But yeah, anyways, today is really special. It Mm -hmm. is our last podcast of the year. Hence the ugly, the thematic sweaters. Yep. And uh, to kind of sum up, we're just going to sum up this year for us, this year in terms of skincare trends and education. Um, Also share some of our personal anecdotes Mm -hmm. with our relationship with skincare. So all in all, um, it should generally be fun. Yeah, well, we're going to keep it casual, per usual. Let us know if you have any questions. Yep. Cool. Uh, First up, brand update slash review. What have we done, Gloria? Well, I was, (laughs) when putting this together, (laughs) I was looking back at some of our old email threads. Mm -hmm. I was looking back at our older uh, podcast episodes. Mm -hmm. Man, we've had some stock issues. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm sure all of our listeners are pretty used to maybe uh, every other month being like, yeah, I remember that time we said things wouldn't be out of stock. Well. <laughs> so we opened the year with yes. Aquafix being out of stock. And then oh, rough time. when they came back in stock, we quickly had to announce that Bon Voyage was out of stock. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we were making the Bon, we were like, whoa, our cleanser is really low. <laughs> so it's been a rough year. Um, yeah. I'm sure you guys have heard about how janky the supply chain has yeah. been. Things sitting at dock waiting for a month just to be taken yeah. in. Hopefully we're in the clear. We're not anticipating any... Working on a lot of wood right now. Any major out-of-stock catastrophe so uh fingers crossed for 2023 yeah and honestly you know it's not the worst problem to have we've been generally pretty just feeling overall pretty happy with the general state of our small business it has been growing in a great way and we're just learning how to scale to that um and obviously do production the right way so all in all, um, all good things, all yeah. good problems, not the worst ones to have. And really, for those of you new to us, our content and our brand, we are bootstrapped. It's ninety nine percent just. Well, I shouldn't say that anymore. Thankfully, we've grown a little bit. But <laughs> yeah. for a really long time, it's really just the two of us. Yeah, writing the scripts, doing the recording, making our formulas. Still, kind of, still doing. <laughs> So yeah. thank you all for growing with us yeah. and being patient with us through all these issues. Yeah, everyone's been incredibly encouraging, honestly, very patient and understanding. Um, and, you know, on that note, um, that's also something that has happened for us this year is just general <gasps> upgrade of our small business. A few episodes back, you might have seen a third person pop her head in. We were able to hire a marketing assistant, our lovely Ava, to help us with a lot of our social media content side. Um, it's 
we're lucky to have her. Um, if for those of you that might have asked questions recently, yeah, you're talking to the lovely Ava. Hi. Um, who has been sharing and generally just helping us manage all of that. Um, we still are the ones answering a lot of your questions, mm -hmm. um, but all in all, that's been very, very helpful for us. And um, you might have noticed some much better photography. <gasps> Thank the Lord. We're shedding happy tear <laughs> tears because that used to be her job. Yeah, so you'll see pictures like we'll put it on the screen here, here, and here. Yeah, we found a lovely photographer locally. Um, check out her work, her IG handle. Oh, what is her IG handle? Yeah, check out her work, her IG handle is Graceful Face Photography. Um, and yeah, we are so happy to have found her. Uh, she seems to be used to our kooky ideas so it's been it's been fun and holy cow has really helped elevate and really showcase our products so that's been nice um other than that uh we've been upgrading our sizes you know um we are trying to a lot of you have asked about mr reliable mm -hmm. and yes so in the next version it will be a bigger 50 ml similar to aquafix so that's mm -hmm. something we're continuing to do with a lot of our product staples but all in all yeah that's the uh, a lot <laughs> yeah yeah we also finished our first clinical study this year uh we, it just concluded. The results are not quite ready yet. The full report will be in very, very soon. So we'll be sharing it to open up the new year. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Um, we're really excited about that. Um, we talk and talk about how to decipher clinical data, yeah. how to... Um, you know, like brands who do clinicals, like what the undertaking was really like, and yeah. finally having the budget to do it ourselves and do it well, do it to the yeah. way that we like was really important, a big milestone for us and yeah. our brand. So really can't wait to share that. Yeah. Um, on a personal note, this year, we both got married. <laughs> not to oh, each right. other <laughs> yes yes not to each other to separate people we have been asked this before real people <laughs> not cover up people they exist we promise yeah so uh i honestly 2022 has been really wild we always say every year like this is the wild year um but Actually, yeah, every year, the yeah. last of us were this year has been quite a year. <laughs> yeah, but holy cow, planning weddings while trying to grow a business is no joke. Mm. Um, so, but all in all, the weddings have been magical. Uh, yes, we were part of each other's wedding, so that was um, good times. Good yeah, times. Yeah, it was really fun. My my wedding was in November, and mm. Victoria was back in May, mm. so she had half a year worth of therapy of like it's gonna be fine. <laughs> you want to murder Chris now, but it's just a phase. Yeah, <laughs> you might want to punch him in the face repeatedly <laughs> during this wedding planning phase, but it's natural. <laughs> it happens. You know which bridesmaid is most useful? The one that allows you to treat her as a therapy because <laughs> that person has to listen to all of the drama that happens in wedding planning and you know i think we try pretty hard not like i don't think either of us have grand plans for a wedding yeah. but it's such a massive undertaking um for two people to you know do parties of 150 200 people so yeah it's yeah, but it was fun. Yeah, Success. it was fun. So, woo! Yeah, we also did some COVID traveling because, you know, all of those out-of-stock issues. 
Our manufacturing is all done in Taiwan. Mm -hmm. um, however, uh, their COVID restrictions just lifted only recently. So we did travel during that time. That was also a very interesting experience. Yep. So for those of you who don't know, during the peak of COVID in Asia, there are very, very strict quarantine rules. So most of Asia, when you go, you have to stay in the same hotel room for two full weeks yes. for your quarantine. It was... It was interesting. Yeah, I, I will say when we did that, Gloria and our quarantine times overlapped. So mm. I think Gloria went first and mm. then I came in maybe one week after. So we had an overlap of one week. And we literally watched each other's like evolution of quarantine where in the beginning we're like, dude, this is amazing. We're like, we literally cannot do anything but have like a computer and just like kind of almost like have this like a lot of me time, I guess. And then we hit like day 10 and we each watched each other panic about how like, oh my God, oh my I'm not going to make it. <laughs> so I also had, I should have kept that sheet of paper. I walked in and I was like, I'm not going to sit on my butt. And this is pre-wedding. So yeah. I'm, like, I'm not going to sit here and just collect my Uber Eats points and not do anything. That's terrifying. Because you literally, all you need to do is, what all you can do all day is wake up, walk from your bed to the bathroom and that's your range of motion yeah so i made sure i bought all like all the resistance bands i got my workout videos ready to go i'm like yeah i'm gonna work out every day and you literally see the log of me working out like <laughs> day one two videos 100 push-ups whatever like doc 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 all that checklist and by day seven you're like you saw me right now work out no description and day eight nothing but <laughs> by, by day 14 i was like <laughs> basically a vegetable just yeah, like yeah seriously um but yeah that was a very interesting time it feels like covid was like three years ago only to remember that ah oh, yes we were doing it was earlier this year <laughs> um yeah and then finally uh we had a lot of failed projects we're honest about it um i think you know in every honestly with anyone that you know is starting up uh project or journey or, or even business there's a lot of really great ideas and great initiatives initiatives and they all die <laughs> yeah i think we literally have a folder called uh called ideas graveyard yeah and to be honest that hasn't even been updated <laughs> to include oh, the no, recent the ideas graveyard went to the graveyard yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> um so one of the things that we said we were going to do this year oh. that we did not do <laughs> is uh, episode two of this year, we were like, hey guys, look forward to our new like IG live format. We are going to come on live every two weeks to talk about a brand and do a deep dive mm. and you know Aww. tell you what's good and what's not good in a brand. Woo! How did many we, episodes did we do? I think we did one. <laughs> I think we did one on the ornery. Yes. And we had some lovely friends who are like, oh my god, this is so good. I love it. Yeah. D d d to be fair, making an excuse for us, that was before Reels just uh. populated everything. So then even the IGTV, like, that format kind of died off. Yeah. And we couldn't even, like, archive really all oh, of that yeah. work. It was a very awkward time. So um, I think we, we definitely use that as an excuse to let that project die. Yeah. But um, we should be better about that. That's... Uh, yeah yeah we'll be better about that um, this episode <laughs> is gonna end on us making dreams and wishes about yeah. 2023. uh 
feel free to hold us accountable for whatever we say we're gonna do but didn't yeah and i think we also talked about you know the bi-weekly podcast that was something that we were trying to work on and then you know obviously with you know a lot of the uh, brand side of things and product side of things that also kind of you know fell through so yeah it's been uh you know, but we, we dream big. We We've dream got a big. lot of ideas. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the big things coming 2023 and we'll definitely be on top of the launch schedule this year. Yeah, for sure. But all in all, I think um, I'm very much looking forward to 2023. I know this is something we're saving for the end, but just a sneak peek. We've got a lot of big plans that we can't wait to share with you guys. So, yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right. So that's the brand side. Um, this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say this year we also took on a really big and very different type of project. Yeah. And you might have heard in our past two episodes of us talking about our work with Rivella. Yeah. Um, so that's also taking home a big chunk of time. Yeah. But it's honestly really exciting and very different. And cover you in Victoria sometimes it's good to take a step away and put different lenses on because chemist confessions can become super super I don't know like you're it feels like your whole life is just consumed with thoughts of CC so by working with Ravella and working on the launch of their proprietary molecule uh, and joining on board for that for that team it's been a very interesting very different um aspect of what we do yeah no for sure um when we i think when we first talked about Ravella, um we obviously with cc being a small indie brand there are certain aspects about our r&d skill set that we don't actually get to exercise mm-hmm. too much um really more on even at the ingredient more upstream r&d level um that was something that we found really interesting and to be honest as this the years go by you're going to see much more of this kind of work being done we're already seeing it infiltrate the industry in a lot of ways um so honestly i you know generally has been a really good learning experience for us a lot of work for Mm -hmm. sure um i think we had mentioned you know next year actually in the beginning of january um, we uh, Ravella will be unveiling their first skincare product where, yes, we definitely had a hand in. So we're very, very excited for all of that. Um, they've got more proprietary ingredients coming down the pipeline. So generally not the project we ever thought we would take on, yeah. I think, this year, but has been good. Yeah. Good for us. Yeah. So one more thing to stay tuned for. Yeah. The product's coming out in January. So there will be a lot of a lot of info coming out, including um, the product we formulated, mm. the clinicals that we also help oversee, mm. um, the data that came from the clinical. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, all right. We should definitely end this segment on our favorite nice words of the year. Mm. So I'll let Gloria go first. Yeah, so I picked up one for about um, the double play. Um, the title is Great for Experienced Retinol Users and Newbies Alike. I love everything uh, the chemist makes. I was really excited to try this. I've been using Tretinoin for years, but I don't really like to use it around my eyes. Mm. So I'm really happy to have it for that purpose. The texture is perfect for eye cream. Very easy to tap on and I haven't had any issues with it running or irritating my eyes. Also, like the packaging, 
Although I wish the lid twisted on or had some lock mechanism to keep、mm. it secure, I'm afraid of losing it. It does have a cap that covers the pump.、Mm. Um, I also got one for my partner who suddenly developed an interest in skincare despite having annoyingly perfect skin. <laughs> We can absolutely relate.、Yep. <laughs> his routine previously consisted of washing his face with warm water in the shower. <laughs> He did not listen to my detailed instructions immediately, way overused it, caused redness and flaking for a few days. But now he's back on track and using SPF two. So new retinal users following the instructions, and this is the real deal. Yes, and also thank God for her for knowing, you know, to help out the partner on board. I think that is just like the best example of a retinal intro story where you put on way too much, way too fast. So, so side story for my wedding, I bought my now husband a gift. The gift of good skin. <laughs> I, I brought him to our. I feel like he has decent skin already. <laughs> he does. He does have decent skin. He's um real. He's acne prone.、Mm. So through all through the years of having dealing with acne, and he's like he can't help but pop them. He's accumulated some acne scars、mm. and a little bit of discoloration、yeah. from that. That he's I know he's a little subconscious about. So I brought him to our lovely esthetician friend Angela for his first micro needling sesh, and for like the whole month after, I'm like, did you sunscreen? Did you sunscreen? I was like the sunscreen police. I literally like pop out from behind the door, be like, but did you sunscreen? Oh <laughs> <laughs> my、like, god! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, can totally feel your pain trying to get your partner to stay on top of that SPF. For real, for real. No, that's that's awesome. And yeah, we're you know. Funny story about Double Play and this year, we launched Double Play、uh, end of 2021.、Um, <laughs> but us, you know, small business, being chemists, not marketers, apparently didn't launch it in great fanfare. And so、uh, recently, have to go.、Uh, recently,、uh, people had asked us when we had shared new marketing communication on it. They were like, "Oh my God, is this a new launch? I'm so happy so for、exciting. you!" And we're just like. Oh, yeah, I guess fatality. <laughs> That hurts. <laughs> hurts so much. Yeah. So fun, fun story of the year.、Um, but yeah. Anyways, all right. Next review. This one is definitely my favorite for 2023. It's a one star review,、um, and this one's about Aquafix. So the title is Aquafix before Mr. Reliable. Remember, this is a one star review. It works beautifully to introduce the moisturizer, Mr. Reliable. Recently, Mr. Reliable was out of stock, and I used it su- successfully with other products I am trying to use up. One star. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, anonymous. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I guess if it were a one star, could be worse. <laughs> one could be one of the best stars. One big star. Yeah, one very very big star. <laughs> Uh, all right. Okay. One last one. Oh no, we got we got one more.、After. We got two more.、Yeah. These are relatively short.、Mm. Um, this one's for gold standard. Yeah. The title is absolutely amazing. Says takes care of my acne so swiftly and barely stings in comparison to other actives. I have zero breakouts the next morning. Thank you, Chemist Confessions, for allowing me to try your wonderful product. I am hooked. Will definitely be purchasing more in the future. I really love this brand and their generosity and loyalty to Super、mm. Great. For those of you who don't know,、yeah. we've done a couple lives and giveaways on、uh, on the platform Super Great. Make sure to join if you're reading this. Thank you. Yeah. I want to、you. call this one out because I think.、Um, 
we try to communicate what each of our assets are for or yeah. what assets are for in general. But sometimes it's really hard to segment it completely because it, it overlaps, right? We have a specialist that's more designed for acneic skin. Yeah. It's got gentler AHA mandelic acid compared to the glycolic that is in gold standard. Um, but the reality is finding your exfoliant is kind of just dependent on you, on yeah. what your skin is going through. Glycolic acid can absolutely be helpful for acneic skin. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. No, that's such a good point. I think sometimes, you know, we segment it the way we did um, based on um, more of a general way to start. But of course, skin is quirky. And there are definitely oily skin types that are like, I don't do well with mandelic acid. I really don't do well with salicylic acid. Mm -hmm. And you absolutely can expand out and try other exfoliants. There's no one telling you you should try you those other ones can't provide those benefits so I, I think that's such a good point yeah all right so we got one last one this is actually on our from our Amazon store and yes we've actually had a few people that will specifically personally <laughs> write to us to make sure that the products that they purchase on Amazon are actually from us and we definitely want to say yes they are and we're actually very grateful to them because they're like i just want to double check this isn't counterfeit and someone's not stealing your products you know <laughs> so yeah uh, it's really awesome but this review is very cool that gloria found this is from melody five stars and in all caps it says what is this um and she writes why is this so good how is it so lightweight, but also moisturizing for a long time? To be honest, I never leave product reviews, but this one was so good that I had to. The texture is gorgeous, spreads easily, and coats the skin beautifully. My mom even told me on FaceTime that my skin looks so good after I use this. Please make a jumbo size version of this or a bigger version, please. I love it so much. Need it in my life every day. That makes us so happy. So glad you love Mr. Alive. I gotta start. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, yeah, we are really happy with the original Mr. Reliable texture, but we are definitely going to up that formula. So <gasps> more on that later. Okay. Woo. All right. So that ends it for brand news all right so now it's time to get into the news and instead of doing actual news we are gonna do a look back at 2022 things including the uh, launches we covered uh, and you know all the trend predictions that came out from early this year did they come true or what happened yeah. <clears throat> first up celebrity bingo cards right <clears throat> Uh, how did we do, Gloria? We did really poorly. <laughs> so we'll put ours up here. So on Victoria's card, uh, she had the likes of Sierra, Doja Cat, uh, Little Nas, um, some TikToker, which I don't think is kind of, technically That's counts cheating. as a hit. It's yeah. a cheat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Adele, Dua Lipa, um, Zoe Kravitz. And on Gloria's card, I have uh, the likes of, oh, I also have Dua Lipa, Lil Nas, Cardi B, Cristiano Ronaldo. I thought he would capitalize on World Cup, but, you know, <laughs> I guess he got distracted. Jets. <laughs> uh, Justin or, and or Hailey Bieber, which, mm, yeah. which, which, which was a hit. Brooke Shields, uh, Snoop Dogg was <laughs> another one. <laughs> I mean, I was waiting for his CBD one. Oh, well, Snoop. I But it wasn't him. <laughs> it wasn't him. It was Travis Barker. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Anyway, so 
while that didn't work out, oh, I also have Giselle Bunchen. I guess mm. she got distracted by getting a divorce. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, while that didn't work out, there were still a lot of celebrity launches yep. this year. Which one was the most surprising to you, Victoria? Okay, um, I gotta say, I did not ever expect Brad Pitt to launch a skincare line. Um, I don't think he actually cares about his skin too much. It strikes me as the type of guy who goes surfing without sunscreen. Exactly. <laughs> and I think you can kind of see that and maybe some skin texture changes. It just doesn't strike me as someone that, you know, might wash his face with more than water in the shower kind of scenario. So, yeah, I think that would be one I... I would have never seen coming. I will have to agree. And I think um, the episode where we talked about Brad Pitt's launch, we <laughs> talked about what we remember Brad Pitt, us, even though he's been in a gazillion movies. <laughs> and both of us said Inglorious Bastard. So then, Harry Returns, you were here to kill some Nazis. You don't associate that with good skincare. So, um, but yes, that, that's one of the more surprising ones. Yep. Um, we but, also had Kim K, of course, with her new line. Um, ScarJo came out with one, and even Hailey Bieber herself. Yeah, um, and I think we also had Travis Barker uh-huh. that we already talked about. Mm-hmm. We talked about Sierra's vitamin C pack punched in vitamin C in every format. <laughs> Skincare line, yeah. So yeah. there's, I think the general feeling is there will always be another celebrity skincare launch, but... This year, we have definitely seen a lot more pushback against celebrity launches. Mm -hmm. So um, while I don't know if these will ever go away, um, it is nice to see there is a healthy level of criticism Mm -hmm. with some of these, you know, general brands. So, yeah. Yeah. So um, I know, I think we brought out ScarJo launching a skincare line, Mm -hmm. but when we talked about it, it, the line wasn't out yet. So to be fair to her line, we decided to do a really quick decode here. Mm And this is our Smoothing Vitamin C Expression Line Cream. I'm just going to read off the ingredient list or the top half of it very quickly. So it has water, silica, satiro alcohol, sucrose uh, polysteroid, (laughs) propane diol, sterile alcohol, C1316 isoalkane, cetyl alcohol, glycerin, saccharomyces ferment, diheptosuccinate, Cassia, blah, 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 carrageenan, ascorbyl, oh, ascorbyl glucoside, I found it, I found it, I found the vitamin C. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, took a while, Gloria, now you can breathe. (laughs) Um, so yeah, the takeaway here is, uh, yeah, it's a cream. It's a cream, ascorbyl glucoside is likely in there at very, 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 very low levels, which is probably too low to matter. It is a lower use level vitamin C, mm. but you still need a solid percent to 2% for it to work. I also want to point out the silica. Yeah, I saw that as the second ingredient. I'm like, oh, Gloria, I know why Gloria wanted to call this product out. Because, Gloria, how do you feel about silica? I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, calling it, so this, the name of the product is the smoothing vitamin C, whatever, cream, right? So the silicum actually probably contribute to the smoothing effect. It's supposed to help fill the lines and create that kind of like silky canvas and make your skin appear. It's an instant effect to make it look smoother. Yeah, so we should say this is not an ingredient that provides a long-term benefit or actually, you know, really does anything as 
outside of a visual component that happens. Right. Yeah. Um, I personally hate it because I I find those silica powder to be pretty drying. Yeah. Um, I think a lower level skin cream I can really help make that finish uh, touch really nice and soft mm-hmm. but as a second uh, ingredient in the second slot that's a lot of silica it's a yeah. lot of powder yeah it is um that and also yeah all in all it's just uh not probably our favorite emulsion we would say and you know for us we would not really treat this we would not really recommend this as like uh maybe hard working vitamin c product mm-hmm. as well so you can give this a pass. <laughs> yeah. So then, cool. my last question before I move on from celebrities is: mm-hmm. if someone forced you to buy <laughs> one of these celebrity no, products, please, any no, of them, anything but that, please. <laughs> which one would you be like? Okay, I suppose. <laughs> Oh, I mean, it's got to be Jared Leto's Jared Leto Essence, whatever, 29 Palm Skincare. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, no, I'm, I would say, you know, all in all, I think the thing that makes celebrity skincare the most eye-rolly is price point. Mm -hmm. So I will entertain anything that is more of a reasonable price point. Um, I know I poked fun at Sierra's vitamin C line, but actually they... She uses a substantial amount of vitamin C and different types in her products. They're not the most expensive. I would not buy the entire line, but I wouldn't mind if I used one of her products as my vitamin C product. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Gloria. Uh, <laughs> I think I'll have to say rose skincare. Yeah. Probably yeah. going along the lines of, you know, like the price point being mm-hmm. not offensive. Um, we did in the episode where we talked about road skincare, we compared it to Kim K's launch. Yeah. And they use they have a slightly similar ingredient basis list. Yeah. Um, Kim K's line is triple the price, I think. Mm-hmm. And just in terms of like, oh, well, if they both if they're okay moisturizers, I will go for the one that's not as offensive. You tried. I tried. I tried so hard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So, all right. What next? Cool. So, of course, given that this is the last episode of the year, mm-hmm. we have to look at some of the stuff we talked about in the beginning, um, which is the Vogue article that talks about, uh, that came out in January this year. Ah, uh, yes. Talking about what trends they foresee. How did we do? So, one of the trends that keep popping up at the beginning of the year is skin minimalism. Yeah. Skin minimalism was definitely a thing in 2022. I think people are dialing back to the basics after a whole year of, you know, using high-level peels, doing your retinols. People are like, maybe you just keep it simple this year. Yeah, exactly. Um, some other things uh, we talked about at the beginning of the year was anti inflammatory skincare which makes a lot of sense because last year was all about active so it makes sense we want to dial it back and focus on the skin barrier um the other one was um at home treatments Mm -hmm. as well as sunscreen always sunscreen is always big and i really do feel like it's there's no such thing as bad press yeah we have um people that share a lot about sunscreen during the summer months for good reasons like protecting your skin from uh sun damage or skin cancer but then you also get a lot of things that's like, ooh, the coral weaves, the benzene scare, the bloodstream stuff. But all in all, like people, <laughs> people are just very aware of yeah. how important sunscreen is to your skincare routine. Yeah, you know, I have to 
call out my brother. He's 24. He is religious about skincare. Or not even skincare, sorry. He is religious about sunscreen. Mm. And I feel like a male, a young male who's like conscious of that is like unheard of mm-hmm. in our generation. Oh, yeah, I feel for like, sure. man, like each generation as they learn more and more, it's just now sunscreen is truly a staple in their routines now. So I'm like honestly so impressed. It's better so than me when I was his age. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we also got LED light masks. Um, I didn't see a lot of new launches in no. that department. We saw a couple really fancy ones. I think one of the ones we looked at was like that we did in Prices Right or in Claims Corner yeah. was like a fifteen hundred dollar yep. that's right mask. Yeah, which you can probably get a treatment done in office. You could so. get multiple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, there's also the inside outside approach, um, which is probably more on the supplement side. And how that can impact skin over time. Yeah. Um, that definitely, really know. Yeah. you know, that really uh, blew up. But, uh, you know, don't have a lot of strong feels about yeah. that. Uh, and ceramides and essential fatty acids, which I think, yeah, was really big this year. Cool. cool. Anything else? So I think that's pretty much it for the trends. I think for the most part, the predictions are on point. Curious to see what's to come for 2023. My personal opinion is I think skincare is likely to kind of stay the course, kind of more Mm. about skin barrier and nurturing yourself. I think there will be more and more brands that come out that talk about high-tech in skincare, whether it's devices or biotechnology concepts Mm -hmm. in skincare, and we'll be here to decode them all. You know what I think will be a trend? Yes. Chemist skincare. Oh, you know. You what? heard it here first, guys. Yep. Yeah. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So yeah, I think that's it for the news. Yep. And today we're gonna move on now we're gonna move on to the meats. And meats. today <laughs> it's gonna be simple, short and sweet to tie up the year. Yeah. Basically our goal is to get everyone ready for your new year, new me, just basically building out a strong foundational routine mm-hmm. and get ready for 2023. Right, so let's build that foundation, Gloria. All right, we have been harping on this. You guys might be tired of hearing us say this, but... We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> that there's three main things to keep in mind. Mm. Just your cleanse, moisturize, sun protection. Mm. Doesn't matter your age, your skin type, wherever you are in the world. Yeah. <laughs> these are the three basic blocks of skincare. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, like depending on these things like your skin type, where you're at geographically, there might be tweaks that you make to make it work for your skin type. But um, it doesn't matter what TikTok trend you're trying out. It's just important to rem- uh, it's just important to keep these three steps in mind every day, every day. For sure. And, you know, we harp on this like your nagging mother because Ultimately, um, the idea is we always want to prevent someone from getting to a point of anxiety where they feel the need to reset their entire routine. Because Mm -hmm. let's say maybe you got carried away with, you know, certain actives or you traveled and now your skin is uh, at odds with itself. So, you know, the idea is, you know, with this foundation, you know that this is your skin's like base level need that you can always fall back on kind of what we're saying in the beginning of this episode um so that's why we always you know it is really important it's always nice to have that anchor so that you can build upon it with all the fun stuff 
Yeah. And on the theme of just cleanse, moisturize, and protection, yeah. I pulled a couple of questions that people mm. have asked us throughout this year about these things. So first up, are surfactants bad for you? No, they are not. And stop <laughs> saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's something that we see a lot, especially with, um, I feel like, TikTok culture. What did surfactants do? <laughs> yeah. They, what did they do? I don't understand. I feel like people love saying scandalous things. Like, did you know that surfactants can fuck yourself? <laughs> like, anyway, maybe not exactly those colorful languages, but... But something very, very outrageous, very scandalous, yeah. gets the headlines. But surfactants, first of all, big, broad category of Huge. ingredients. Huge. Huge. Um, so to say that one whole category of ingredients is bad for you mm-hmm. is just kind of lazy. Um, the reality is um, cleansers in general. So dial back half a step. Surfactants are your cleansing ingredients. They, um, they're the ones. They're the main functional ingredients in your shampoos, your yep. face washes. Um, people associate it with being bad for your skin because when it's either formulated too strongly or certain types of surfactants can interact too well with your skin. So it might instead of just interacting with the dirt and grime, it can also attach to your lipids and your proteins, and that could cause dryness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the thing that we just want to remind you guys is that in order for something to clean, you're going to need a surfactant. So while you might have, I think we've all had a really bad cleanser experience. Um, I felt like my high school self personally sought out those really bad experiences. Yeah, strip my skin. Yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, strip so good. (laughs) um, But all in all, we do need those, you know, to actually um, remove dirt, grime, makeup, especially those really, really stubborn long wear makeup. So, yeah, don't write it off too quickly. We're going to need those guys. Yes, correct. Um, Yeah. Next, uh, moisturizer. Mm-hmm. I feel like this year the biggest moisturizer trend is slugging. Yeah. And then hyaluronic acid. I can't believe that thing is trending again. Uh, but I find back. It is back. And I find it so interesting because those two concepts, ingredients, are actually two completely different functionalities mm-hmm. in the moisturizer world. Yeah, for sure. And I will say of the two, um, we see hyaluronic acid as really nothing more than a hydrator. Mm-hmm. You might hear about it for its anti-aging purposes or how it's naturally found in skin and blah. Until uh, you see... <laughs> sorry. I've seen people dub, dub it the lying eraser or something crazy like that. Yeah, no. Until you see the no. clinical, ask for the evidence. Um, we're not, you know, going to, let's say, um, drop any of our other great actives for that guy. So, yeah, anyways... Um, I personally, on the slugging thing, um, still can't do it. I'm sorry. My oily, acne skin uh, still freaks out at the idea of it. But if oily skin types are looking for a way to kind of have that slugging experience, um, I would recommend a face oil instead. Just a couple drops is good enough for us. Yep. Um, For me... Yeah, slug, <laughs> slug on, my friends. Slug on, baby. <laughs> the crazier, the better. <laughs> Actually, I will say my where I draw the line is I know people, sometimes people layer on a pretty thick layer. Yeah. If I need to wash my pillowcase every night, uh, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So for me, it's a thin layer will do the job. Yeah. Um, in extra problematic zones, like around my nose a little bit, I will put on a slightly thicker layer. For sure. But otherwise, I would just dab on, like, 
that long a thin layer yeah. all over the face. Yeah. Cool. One of the other things is definitely about sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Um, we've definitely done a lot of sunscreen content this year, a lot around the UV reveal. Um, and we got some questions about, you know, in terms of, you know, from a clinical standpoint, efficacy standpoint, you know, how relevant is that content? Yeah. Uh, not very. They're, they're kind of no. anecdotal. And for us, the point around the uv reveal always is to kind of share general awareness so for example we did one comparing um lip spf yeah and kind of show the different formulas like wearing and tearing throughout us like eating and drinking um obviously it's just us and our and our marketing assistant ava playing around the office with the three of us it's not a definitive like this uh, this brand sucks or this is awesome yeah it's just kind of uh, a way for uh, for us to highlight what are some of the things you should keep in mind so in the lip spf you should think about how it feels across your lip does it form an even film um does it last i do you feel just rubbing off after drinking and uh and snacking just some of the things to keep in mind and also we i think one of the other big goals of us using our uv reveal is highlighting how important it is to reapply yeah, and I think um, the other thing, if you want a takeaway from the content, it's really about the application method. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't really understand why you have to reapply every two hours or why there is such claims as water resistance. or And the fact that in the U.S. you even can't really claim sweat resistance. So being able to showcase why these things matter, how they can impact a film, it's never about, you know, this formula comparing uh, different formulas. It's just about how to think about the use of skincare in our daily lives, and that's it. That's yep. all it should be. So next, mm-hmm. um, once you have your uh, skincare foundations covered, everyone wants to go into actives. So the two of us uh, want to say that for 2023, if you're building out your skincare routine, we want to challenge you guys to make two things uh, part of that foundational staple in your routine. And one is to exfoliate. And Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Actually, we as we were working the Kevin Confessions, we realized that, you know, like, exfoliation is just not sexy. No, not sexy at all. It doesn't leave any, it doesn't garner a lot of hype. It yeah. doesn't really make people want to you know, be mindful of it just because I think the general idea of exfoliating skin shedding is kind of just like a very meh, like, okay. Oh yeah, for sure. And, but it is a very important part of your skin health. Mm -hmm. Um, and it makes a bigger impact on your overall skin. For sure. Performance, performance, <laughs> a skin condition than you think. Yeah. Um, we of course are big fans of chemical exfoliants. Yeah. Um, a gentle physical exfoliant is great for you as well. Um, yeah. So definitely, it can be a big part of your skin routine. And I definitely want to just emphasize probably the most basic fundamental concepts of skin turnover. Mm-hmm. People don't understand that when you don't have regular skin turnover, a lot of those skin cell cycles are impacted. Mm-hmm. Things are slower, you know, your general um, uh, keratinocytes that are too stubborn, they all impact 
the way skin looks, you know, all these skin concerns. And it makes you drier. Exactly. It really makes you really dry. So that's why you can make an argument that exfoliants should actually be a fundamental in anyone's skincare routine to make sure that cycle stays consistent. So another, it, it's another point on, you know, more of like age prevention, just general skin health. It's also why you'll see exfoliants in um, body lotions that are geared towards um, seniors. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm all for it. I, I really think I'm in the camp of should be part of your yeah, glycolic acid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And what's yes. the other active? Uh, antioxidants in general. I know people are tired of us saying this, but vitamin C really is the gold standard antioxidant here. So if you can have a vitamin C as a staple in your routine, do it. I just want to say it still does nothing for me. <laughs> this, it's like a Which religious. I guess it shouldn't do nothing, but I'm just saying it's really hard to feel like ah yes, I need this every day. We do realize that exfoli or um, antioxidant is like kind of a skincare religious. It moment. is. Because if it does what it's supposed to do, which is to prevent damage, then my afterlife will be amazing. <laughs> So maybe 30 years from now, when the two of us are eating in the cafe and people are like, are you chemist confessions? And we're like, we still look like what we look like on YouTube. That's so touching. That's the goal. But on a day-to-day basis, it's hard to be like, yeah, this vitamin C yeah. is awesome. Yeah, at least for me. I feel like for you, you, you definitely, it helps with um, pigmentation. Your pigmentation. A lot, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's that's just my personal. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, all right, moving on. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So to sum up the little yeah. tidbit we just covered, um, a good, well-rounded, basic routine for anyone will look something like cleanse, antioxidant slash vitamin C, mm-hmm. moisturize, sunscreen for their day, and at night you cleanse, use an AHA. Now this doesn't have to be daily depending on the type of product yeah. you use. If you're using a higher level product like the gold standard, this can be just once a week. And moisturize. That's it. Um, and honestly, I we totally understand people who go crazy, want to try new things, but we keep reiterating that as long as you got these steps set, you're like 80% of the way there. 95. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that's like really good. And you can, then you have this basis where you can experiment with all the other fun stuff but this really covers a, a huge majority of what your needs yeah. yeah and now this episode feels really long so whatever that question is <laughs> let's do it yeah and then to wrap up this section the two of us are gonna share some personal anecdotes okay. of some of the new products we've tried in each category this ah, year okay. <clears throat> to start <clears throat> cleansers uh, this year, I tried a couple more anhydrous mm. or oil slash balm based cleansers. And one of the newer formulas I tried is uh, a skin based foaming oil cleanser. Um, to me, it's I don't think this texture is great for everyone. It's a little funky, right? It pumps up into an oil oil foam that you swoop around the face. It kind of slides around. Shorp. Shorp. Yeah, that's exactly how it feels. And um, it does a pretty good job clinging mm. on me there's a slight residue that mm. i know not everyone will enjoy but it, because it's more more or less oil based it does do a good job taking off uh, my makeup and everything else too without rubbing too hard so that's one and i've also tried the mahalo balm cleanser this year that one i really like it's like very it smells great i think the way the balm breaks apart is awesome so those are the two i've tried and i really enjoyed I think I this is a confession. I this category I was probably the worst about in terms mm-hmm. of really trialing. 
I will say that I have tried more oil or anhydrous formulas this year than I have previously, but hated them all. <laughs> <laughs> it it is tough, but I also realized, man, I suck at removing eye makeup. Mm -hmm. And I've had a lot of weddings this year. I've had my own wedding, a glorious wedding, so it's been a time where I've really needed it. So um Next year, I will actually come out with some takeaways or at least try to. I think it's still tough. It still feels really filmy. I still, I definitely have to double cleanse. Um, so that's just, yeah, general anecdotes. I could be better. Next, sunscreens. Yes, uh, there were a lot. Bior came out with a very beautiful new fluid. Um, it is was meant to be more hydrating, which is why I had to grab it for Gloria to trial. Um, all in all, I think it's a really good texture, and I would say better than the La Roche Posay fluid that I'm used to loving. Yeah. yeah, so we'll put the picture up here. It's kind of like a blue pill shaped bottle. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised because fluids tend not to be very hydrating yeah. on me um but this one really worked so yeah and it was you didn't feel dry mm -mm. yeah uh it did form it's very obvious that it left a film yeah but the film wasn't uncomfortable like if yeah. i if i pull in my face i can feel it but it's not like i'm like oh my face is filmy it's yeah. it's a really good formula for sure and then um ali has really made headway in the sunscreen realm mm -hmm. so uh, we've tried trialed new super goop formula. We've also trialed a lot of lip sunscreens. Mm -hmm. Gloria is now a true champion of Jack Black's uh, lip sunscreen. Mm, so a lot of work there. Um, and then in terms of moisturizers. Yeah, I had a happy find this year, which is a patchology full on like face mask. Yeah. I think the one I really like is in their yellow packet. I think it's called like glow or something yeah. like that. First of all, their cut was really good on me. It's a lot of times I really don't like um, sheet masks that's way too wide mm -hmm. and goes into my hairline and I always feel the need to like wash my hair afterwards yeah. or it leaves a bit of a residue. But this one like fit my face really well. Yeah, and I really think they're... Um the gel component there are i've trialed a lot of the eye patches and mm -hmm. a lot of them feel like they just kind of like splat on skin mm -hmm. and just slide around without really doing much but there is something about patchology's um formula paired with the fabric it, the uh, gel component that it just feels um very moisturized after so i totally agree it's it's definitely our favorite sheet mask brand um and then we should probably talk about our new Mr. Reliable because that's definitely what we've been testing <laughs> this past year. Yeah, I actually, you know, like you mentioned, I feel like I didn't try any new, like not seriously, any new moisturizers this year. And why is that, Gloria? It's because, you know, like I feel like we got a lot of questions in 2021 about this new Mr. Reliable formula that, that we've been previewing this, this year. year in the spring. Yeah, so that didn't happen. <laughs> Um, as you can see, but we're very close. It should be so close. Um, we had a lot of. It's a very sensitive formula. We updated all the active ingredients, yeah. and we got really ambitious pushing on the formulas. Yeah. And for those of you who might be aspiring chemists in the field, what that means is scale up problems. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've hit problems with pretty much every stage in mm -hmm. building the formula. In trying to put all the actives together and trying to scale it, it's just been every every point has had some sort of troubleshooting. 
Um, we're very proud of it, which is why we're continuing to fight the good fight to get this launched. And hopefully in the beginning of January, we will actually have a date for this. I hear them saying it. Oh, now. it's happening. <laughs> yeah. So um, stay tuned. It's yeah. definitely going to be very soon. Yeah. All right. All right. And Actives we tried this year. Yeah. So we will share this soon. Uh, I've been trying a lot of vitamin C serums more on the water-based kind of skin-suitable dupes that you can buy on Amazon. So we've looked at things like Timeless, Hannah Mueller, CosRx new vitamin C formula, as well as Dr. Brenner, which I'm, it's, I'm going to be trying next. And we'll share those thoughts because as someone who is slightly skeptical of what the benefits are, <laughs> we'll love to share our general findings. Um, we did a little uh, blip that focused on timeless, you know, general packaging, shelf life, what to do when you buy. So we'll love to share all of that when you shop on Amazon. Awesome. So that concludes the short-term meet this episode. And it's time to... All right, it's Animal Fun Corner, and this is the year-end review episode. <laughs> oh, God. So, <laughs> we cover a lot of wacky animals of this year. We sure did. And we wanted to share what our, a recap of what our favorites are. Yeah. And I'll go first. I have to say, it's got to be the Camel Beauty pageant. I totally yeah. agree. That was a really good one. Uh, you want a camel as beautiful as Kim K is what I learned. Yes. So um, I pulled, for, for that episode, I pulled the criteria. Well, I learned that there's Camel Beauty pageants. So for me, my first train of thought goes to, well, what counts as a beautiful camel? Yeah. So I looked it up, <clears throat> and there's a very serious, like, serious list of criteria it has to hit. Mm-hmm. So the coat has to be smooth and bright. The <laughs> neck has to be long, wide, elegant, and lean, but not too lean. <laughs> and the head should be large and upright as well proportioned to the rest of the body. Lips are pouty and pendulous, and the upper lip being cleft. Chin is visible from the front <laughs> side, and eyes are wide and long with dark lashes. Ears are long, furrowed, and pricked up. Also, to keep the sand out. <laughs> Last, but definitely not least, the hub should be large and shapely. Oh, my, my, my. In the usual position <laughs> close to the back. As opposed to what? I don't really know, but cool. A good posture and a large hump may increase the camel's chance of winning. Are you sure they're talking about a camel? I mean, when you say <laughs> in the usual position close to the back, one can only assume what hump that could be. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. So it's a very serious thing where winners can take home millions. Yeah. And I, this story first caught my eye because there's been scandals of people cheating at camel competitions by injecting their camels with Botox and fillers. They never ask for it. They love who they are in their skin. They're happy <laughs> as is with their slightly lopsided humps, okay? So... Cool. You leave their cheekbones alone. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. that was my favorite recap. That was a great one. Um, when I was tasked to think about what animal uh, to talk about, I decided to check up on the good old Canadian beaver. It's Victoria's beaver updates. <laughs> <laughs> An animal you probably don't really care about. And Canadians really hate, actually. Um, turns out, uh, this past summer in June, the beaver strikes again in Prince Rupert, uh, British Columbia, which is on the very, very west side, um, of Canada. It looks very North. cold. <laughs> it looks very cold. 
Uh, apparently, they had a cellular service uh, landline and internet service die for more than eight hours, all due to one single beaver. Uh, apparently, it had gnawed its way through an aspen tree, which then mm. fell on both the British Columbia hydro lines and telefiber optic cable lines. The power outage actually only affected 21 customers because, you know, very small, very cold, not that many people. Um, but the fiber optic damage actually affected not just the Prince Rupert area, but 15 neighboring towns and cities. On top of that, that tree that fell then resulted into a fire, resulting in bringing out the fire brigade. So it was one big fiasco. Um <laughs> And it's really cute. The article wrote, while some appreciated the unconnected afternoon, the outage was a huge pain in the butt because no one could use credit cards um, and you actually couldn't reach another gas station for another two hours. So, so I'm a beaver. I myself grew up in kind of more urban areas at best, like semi-suburby areas. I can't even imagine the next gas station being two hours away. Oh. Can you imagine what those Canadians must feel like? It's like they see a beaver, they roll down the window, they're like, grr! <laughs> I'll get you next time. You've done it again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, that's that's fun. Yeah. Maybe not so fun for that time, but very humorous for us. Yes, yes. And uh, yeah, those aren't going away next year either. (laughs) That's our selfish. We yeah, that's our selfish. We we like this content. Thank you for subscribing to Beaver Watch. (laughs) We will keep you updated with any and and all Beaver news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yay! Animal fun fact. Woohoo! All right, so let's uh wrap this episode up. This is the recap episodes. Of course, we this have is to. The remix. Sorry, that's what I heard. <laughs> Gloria's like, please, I I have a cold. I cannot take much more of this. <laughs> I'm gonna chug this hot toddy, and now it's a lukewarm toddy. But uh, I'm gonna chug this, and we're gonna make our dreams and wishes for 2023. And also, Gloria's like, please get Victoria to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay so we're gonna talk about what we want to do for 2023 if by june you're like hey man what the hell are my extra episodes please call us out <laughs> so first the first dream i wish is more podcast episodes. oh she likes me <laughs> yes <laughs> so um yeah 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 you're right we yeah. have talked about it yeah. we are going to work on keep this format to our podcast but maybe work on shorter episodes in the interim because the reality is you know each of each of our episode right now in the past year average could be like what an hour 20 minutes it's a long time it's even longer when we're recording two hours almost it's just the two of us talking to the abyss and with each other for two hours so we're going to try and make more episodes or maybe make them a little shorter. Yeah, uh, I think uh, it'll also be easier on us to make sure they, you know, you guys get bite-sized information, mm-hmm. the most relevant information with a hint of jokes. Just a hint. <laughs> Just a hint. If you want the jokes to stop, don't, don't let us know. Them. It's going gonna, it's gonna to keep coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can, sh- uh, I'll, we'll put the address here to a volcano in the Hawaii. You can send those complaints to. All right. Um, we also talked about more blogs. Yeah. The cricket. <laughs> <laughs> totally happening. In terms of content first in general, we will do more writing. 
I feel like live sessions have died, or I don't know if I'm just making it up, so we don't no, have to do live I, sessions I, anymore. No, I truly feel, but we will definitely the video content will continue, including yeah. on our Instagram, and we definitely want to, you know, make sure we're focusing on a lot of products to make it more helpful when you're shopping for good skincare. Um, I will say for the blogs, I feel like ever since we published the book, we're just like. Refer to the blog. Skincare Dakota <laughs> is wonderful. <laughs> right, but we definitely need to do a bit of a science update. There are definitely new articles out there we should share, so definitely look forward to that in the future. Yeah, um, I am case in point. I am going to Japan in January. <clears throat> Excuse me. The hot hottie is no longer, no longer lo- loosening up the throat, but... <laughs> We will be, I'll be taking you guys through shopping in Japan's pharmacy and definitely bring back lots of sunscreen and maybe doing a giveaway. So yeah, something to look forward to that will definitely happen in the winter. For sure. Hatchery. Ah, remember that word hatchery. For those of you who might not be familiar with it, that was our product incubator where we had followers, listeners sign up um, so that they could try the latest and greatest iteration of a formula that was going to be launched. And while with, you know, working on Mr. Reliable, that has taken a little bit of backseat, we do have a few new launches planned as well. So stay tuned. That will definitely be picking back up next year. Um, yeah, and we're really we're really excited. That feedback has been so helpful on actually a few of our launches, including Baby Steps and Blank Slate. So, yes, that's happening. Yes, and um, next year, you heard it here first, we're going to have a lot of new launches. By a lot, I mean not that many, but, <laughs> but there's... Um, but Some a lot two- for Chemist Confessions. <laughs> yes. There's a few 2.0s that's been yeah. in the works. Mr. Reliable we talked about. It's been in the works and be struggling with scale up for a long time. But we are very, very proud of where we went with this one. And um, can't wait to share it with everyone. Bon Voyage may be getting a facelift. There might really be dropping a, a lot of, you know, skew. I'm dropping hot too news. much. Woo. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's a lot in the works. So this year we might actually hit three launches. Whoa. News to me. <laughs> a lot of it's but been the yes. work for a long time. Yes. So we're very excited. I mean, yeah, you know, while we are working on Mr. Reliable, there's definitely been a lot of formulas we've been looking at and working on as well in tandem. Um, so we, yeah, just wait. I wish, I wish we can sketch out like a roadmap of how the two of us launch things and <laughs> so chaotic. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is a good concept. I like these active. That doesn't work. I don't like this packaging. I don't know, man. Okay, that's shelving for happy. <laughs> <laughs> but with good reason. Obviously, we never want to launch anything we would be proud of and mm-hmm. just feel like, I mean, it's the chemist in us. It has to be just right. So, yeah, uh, really excited for that. And finally, 2023 for the skincare industry, Gloria. How do we feel? Well, I am anxiously excited. I hope this might be the last year we talk about this percentage train that has derailed. Mm. I think I think percentages, generally speaking, is not a bad idea. But we've seen so many like abused and like just just why? 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 Why do you need that <laughs> kind of numbers? Like I'm hoping we can tune that back down a little bit. Yeah, I think so. And I I do feel like 
I actually do feel like that trend has generally died off a little mm. bit. Um, you know what? I, I am a little worried, though, because kind of like what you were saying about new technology mm-hmm. and the biotechs, everybody, there's, there's a lot of newness and a lot of um, just general tech that's coming into the industry. <clears throat> um, we might be even reverting back to the cycle of floofy extracts. Oh, yeah. You know, floofy, yeah. but like very, very, you know, there. it just seems like it has such a great story, but it's also proprietary and mysterious. We might be going back to that era. So there's always more work for us next year <laughs> to decode. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, but other than that, um, it's been fun, guys. This year has been wild. And next year is going to be crazy because there's a lot in store for the brand. Um, we've got a lot of really exciting content plans as well. Um, so all in all, we really wish you guys, you know, a happy holidays. And-